With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. It's uh, March the 21st, 2019, and it's time for my private audio call. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. I should tell you that um, my son went into the hospital. It was an emergency situation on Monday mornings. He couldn't breathe. He was having trouble breathing. And uh, I took him, and the windup was he had fluid uh, building up around his lungs and his heart. They had to give him a CAT scan or an MRI or whatever it was. And uh, oh, the windup was it was a reaction to the new medication that my son's nephrologist, his kidney doctor, had prescribed for his blood pressure. It's called nifedipine. Don't take it. Whatever you do, if your doctor prescribes it, throw it away. Don't do it. Nifedipine caused my son almost a week's worth of hospital stay and near death. I swear to God, I was so scared. We went into the emergency and we sat there for three hours in the emergency. But they were, you know, coming by and taking his measurements and making sure everything was, you know, he was still alive and everything. And they took the and did the CAT scan on him. But that was, you know, there was a point where he couldn't breathe. And they were trying to put an oxygen mask on his face. And he was struggling with them so badly. He kept saying, open the window, open the window. I can't breathe. His eyes started popping out of his head. I would, I freaked out. I swear to God. I mean, I didn't say anything or I was just, you know, scared. And then they put the tube, they intubated him. They put the tube down his throat and he was breathing. Okay. But I'll never forget that look when his eyes were like bulging out. He couldn't breathe. It was so scary. Oh my God. So then finally they admitted him into the ICU. So we were in intensive care and the first day, you know, they were giving oxygen treatments. I mean, but the remedy, the point is the oh, I don't even want to talk to my son's doctor right now because I'll go off on him. I, I can't tell you how pissed I am. I've had this conversation with him before. And uh, I've told him <laughs> the remedy kills the patient. The remedy is killing the patient, not the disease, okay? And that's what they're doing. They're killing our people with these, I won't say the F word, these medications, you know, and usually almost every single time they prescribe something for my son, I look it up. And if it's not going to, it doesn't look good, I won't give it to him. And I'll just tell him, find something else. We're not doing this. Because I can't tell you how many times, well, Four or five times they've almost killed us with these medications. They prescribed Biox for my son, and then Biox was taken off the market. I didn't even give it to him because I looked it up first. I didn't know way I was going to give it to him, but my son's blood pressure for the last month has been ridiculously high. I mean, like 200 over 100, where they want to admit him to the hospital because it's so high. And we've been trying to get it down with food and regular, real, you know, 
not medication, but with foods and diet, trying to get him, you know, to get his blood pressure down. I even give him weed and it doesn't, the CBD oil doesn't do it. Everything we've tried doesn't do it. So the doctor prescribed this lousy medication and I it was so worrisome about my son's blood pressure being so high that I went ahead and I got it and gave it to him without looking it up first. Two doses he had and that's what happened. It made him, and then uh, now, since he's been home, I looked up the medication, right? And there's like 55 miles of pages of side effects and sh for this medication. I mean, I don't even, I haven't talked to my son's nephrologist yet because I'm still not over the anger. And I haven't seen him. He sent his partner to come test my son, you know, check my son out in the hospital. He was there. Well, he was there pretty much every day, and they had the an other doctor there. But his, the, Dr. Healy, did not show up because he knows I'm going to go off on him like crazy. I've had conversations with him before. I told you guys, I think I told you one time, I told him, you're nothing but an educated guesser. And He went back in his chair like three feet, was in shock. I also told him, you know, more people die at the hands of their doctors than anything else. And he 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 didn't like that either, but I don't care. I've seen enough with doctors. I mean, over the course of, what's it been, 30 years? My son had his accident June 1st, 1987. <laughs> okay? So I've seen all kinds of doctors. I've seen all kinds of things go on with doctors, what they do, the nurses and all. And the nurses are really good. God bless them, you know. They're so nice and so kind and so helpful and caring. The doctors? Oh. Uh, they leave a lot to be desired. I can tell you that much. They work for the pharmaceutical industry. That's it. They work for big pharma. They don't give a shit about anything else. Excuse my French, but that's how I feel about it. Because they continue to prescribe these poisons <laughs> like it's nothing. Oh, well. Oh, well. You win some, you lose some. That's their attitude. That's how they think. Anyway. Thank God. Thank you so much for your prayers. Those of you that prayed, I appreciate it very much. My son is home. He came home the weekend. He was, you know, much better. Back to normal. Thank God. Well, our normal. <laughs> but uh, that's it. We're back. He's home. He's good, doing good. The blood pressure, they got him on another medication now. And it's working fine. And I'm glad. And I looked it up, and it's not as harmful as the one that they gave him, which I am so pissed off. I, I don't even know. Maybe I should sue them. Should I sue the, the pharmaceutical company that makes this nifedipine or whatever it is? I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, I don't have a uh, person for tonight, uh, a guest speaker. Let me see what it says here in the chat. It's all about, yeah, it's all about the money. I look for advice from veterinarians. They make so many medical breakthroughs at that stick. We haven't had a breakthrough for humans since polio was almost eradicated. They don't want any breakthroughs. They can't make any money if you get healed or cured. Great Gazoo is saying... I dated a woman with fibromyalgia. I went online and said my 
No, I'm not going to do that. Mm, I don't know what that is. Oh, vitamin C and this and that. About how I know a guy cure. named uh, Tyrone, some guy named Tyrone. He's have, uh, he had that fibromyalgia stuff. I don't know what it is, but uh, he had it. So. Well, fibro fibromyalgia is there are fibrous globs, tumor-like things, fibroids, fibrous. I had fibroid tumor that they were, I had removed many, many years ago. But uh, yeah, it's not. I don't. It's, it's if it's fibrous and it's not cancer, you're in good shape. <laughs> Great Kazoo here is saying they don't give animals painkillers; they treat the clots. Well, they do give them painkillers. You know, they won't perform a surgery on an animal unless they anesthetize it and give it some pain meds. They're not going to do that. That would be cruel. Hi, Charles. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad you're here. It's nice to see you. There's um, uh, there's another fellow that's having a call on Thursday. Oh, I, I don't know who's having. Somebody's having a call on Thursday night. It's the same time as mine. It's uh, redress for dummies. Is that is that Gus? <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's oh well. Okay, I guess it's okay. It doesn't bother me, but. I'd like to come and be listen to your call sometime. I can't do it if I'm on my call. Oh, the Greek was just there. The Greek left. Haven't heard him in a long time. He's been on before. Do you remember him, the Greek? Stelios, I think. Stelios is his name. But uh, what do you want to talk about, anybody? Anybody want to talk about anything? It's open forum. Can do whatever you want to do. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm just glad to be back. And God, it's so weird to miss a call. It's like it disrupts my whole routine. But I had to uh, disrupt my whole routine <laughs> for about a week. But I'm glad it's over with. That's all I can say. Ah. <sighs> Brent, oh, is that Brent? Redress for Dummies, that, uh, what's his name? He was on the show. It's, oh, Brent. Is that Redress? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they don't give animals prescriptions of Oxycontin for daily use. However, uh, the vet gave me a prescription for something like that for my dog because nobody could cut his fingernails. He's, you know, too fidgety. He doesn't like it at all. He'll take a <laughs> he'll bite you if you try and I put the muscle on him but the vet said you know just give him one of these and he'll be relaxed and bring him in and we'll cut his nails thing is I don't know how to get him into my truck once he's all relaxed like that um, he's 140 pounds so I have to put him on a stretcher or something I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh Charles what Here in Colorado, Larry Goodman just yesterday got sentenced to 30 years in prison. Who is Larry Goodman, and what was he? What did he? What was he charged with? Anybody know how Bart Ripple is doing? Why is is he okay? Is there something wrong with Bart Ripple? Timber Joe? Oh gosh. 
What happened to Bart Ripple? In court? I didn't know how he was in court. What was he in court for? <laughs> Come on the call. Call in and tell us what's going on. Oh, gosh. I, I you know, court is, oh, God. Court is terrible, you know. I hate going to court. But uh, what was Bart in court for? And Henna Lady is saying, Charles, do you have any links to articles about the Colorado Nine? I was trying to look for it a few weeks back. It call in a few moments. Oh, okay, good, Charles. Charles is going to call in. Failure to disclose the principal, the agent becomes liable. So, anyway. Am I, am I, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I just unmuted someone else, so hold on a second. Go okay, ahead. Go, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, 330. You've been unmuted. That's Charles. Is that Charles? 330? Yeah, he's down. He's he's uh, moved to Denver, so uh -huh. that's a that's a yeah. All right. Well, so, I unmuted him. You've been unmuted. If that's you, Charles. Well, why don't you go ahead and talk since he's not saying anything yet? Seven one nine. Go ahead. There he was the the Colorado Nine, and basically what they did. Uh, they formed a grand jury, you know, common law grand jury, yeah. and they uh, they noticed. Um, oh, I think all the way up to the governor uh, and lots of judges that they didn't have their proper oaths or bonds, and they noticed them and gave them time, and they didn't step down from their office, and they leaned them, and that was the big mistake, was leaning judges. That, that's the short version. I still on and went quiet. Oh, sounds like you. Yeah, you're all still on. He's still on. I was. I. I, I just muted myself so because I cough and stuff, and I don't want to disrupt the call. So, <laughs> Charles, are you here? I see you're still on here. Three three zero three nine zero. But. And I believe. I believe Charles was uh, taking care of. Uh, Barry's household and stuff while all this is going on. Oh. Huh. Well, see, Charles, what's wrong with the call? Uh, Charles is on the chat. Are you trying to come on the call, Charles? Are you calling in? 
And, um, Say something. <laughs> I have not called in yet. Oh, okay. He hasn't called in yet. There's somebody else that's on the, here. Um, I don't know how much. I haven't been on computer in a long time, but the uh, the information on all that is on a was on a last I knew about four cd dot com, I believe. What is that? Four cd. What is it? What are you telling me? Four cd. What does it mean? That should be. Um, Information on the Colorado Nine should be on that site. So it's four cd dot com, is it? Or I think it's dot com. <laughs> it might be, might be dot org or something, but um, yeah, for stands for Four Corners Doctrine. If that helps you remember. It. Okay. Four cd. I believe it's dot. That should get you there. I mean, oh, when I, okay, when Four I Corners Doctrine, that's it. We are currently working on some changes to be able to update the information faster. Thank you for your patience. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I have to check it out. There's a lot of stuff on this. Challenge jurisdiction, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'll check it out. So it's four dash four corners doctrine dot wordpress. Oh yeah, four dash cd dot com. All right, I'll park that down. Somebody emailed me and wanted me to ask this doctor uh E Michael Jones to come on. Are you familiar with him? Uh, not heard of him, no. He's, uh, well, he's got a lot going on YouTube. Dr. E. Michael Jones, author and editor of Culture Wars. He's got a website, Culture Wars. He's written some books. How Evolution Produced the New Atheism. But I don't know, I might have him on. He hasn't gotten back to me yet, so... Dr. E. Michael Jones, The Intentional Degradation of Our Culture. He blames the Jews pretty much for everything. Hmm. But anyway, I don't know. Are, are you familiar with uh, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy? Um, yeah, I think I've heard him on Coast to Coast a couple times. Yeah, he's on there. He's on there once a month or something. Um, his his thing. He he was a vet. Supposedly did. Um, I don't know. They give these incredible thousands of uh, necropsies on animals, and that's how he came up with um, his theory and his products. And it's basically minerals and. Um, well, they make some phenomenal claims, and they have some phenomenal testimonials. Uh, one one of the guys on one of the other calls, well, actually on a couple of the other calls, uh, sells his product. Because uh, I asked him about. Um, Wait a minute. What not? What, what's his name again? Doctor Wallach. 
Wallach. You know, I, I was confusing him with Dr. Whitaker. Wallach is W-A-L-L-A-C-H. But I think he's been on Coast to Coast, too, Dr. Oh, oh, he definitely has. Uh, yeah. Whitaker, I'm not, yeah. He's on there regular. Okay. And he works with, he works with a, uh, I believe he's a pharmacist, and, and he comes on the Coast to Coast pretty regular, too. Mm. Yeah, I looked into most of that stuff. I like it. Joel Wallach, Hawkstone is saying, I guess. Is that his name? Joel. Right. Yeah. I'm writing all this down. I'm taking notes. <laughs> and Discipal, Disciple is saying, American, America is run owned and controlled by very, very, very evil men. Yeah. Yeah. The people need to dissolve that corporation and hang these wicked treasonous politicians at high noon. Now, how do you suppose we do that? How do we dissolve the corporation? We create a new one and just, I mean, you know, that's how they do things. They just do it. And we shuffle about, you know, scrambling to, you know, catch up. But they do things, the powers that be, that is. They start wars. They start all, well, every kind of war you can think of, right? War on poverty, war on children, war on drugs, war on pornography, war on, war on terrorism. <laughs> Okay, well. Every time we have one of those wars, we have more of whatever it was they they made war on. Yeah. War on drugs got us more drugs. You know, the war on poverty got us more poverty. It's all bullshit. You know, the whole bull war thing, you know, it's all control mechanism. Everything is a control mechanism. War is control mechanism. They create wars to control the population the numbers, but now they do it with viruses and vaccines. Boy, have you ever seen them go this full board on trying to get us vaccinated? I mean, you call the market, they run the recording before you talk to anybody about, we're giving away vaccinations. If you haven't had your flu vaccine, come in. I mean, everywhere I turn, they're trying to push these damn vaccines on people, and we won't take them. But, and then the doctors and the nurses look at you funny, you know, when you say no. I, when I was in the hospital with my son, he was in intensive care. This one young uh, technician uh, asked us if he had had, if we had our flu shots. I go, no, don't believe in them. And the guy, he turns around, he goes, well, I believe in the science. I go, okay, well, you'll die by that science, but I didn't pursue it any further than that. I mean, everybody is so brainwashed into this. That they're, everything they do, it's to control the population, the numbers. Okay? It's not for your benefit. It's not to help you. It's not to make things better. It's for them. Everything is for them. If you want to make, uh, you want to have a, a wonderful life, you have to make it for yourself. Forget about them. Don't depend on them. Don't hold your hand out to them. Make your own way. 
That's why I love these, you know, on YouTube, I told you, the farmers, these people, the van dwellers and the homesteaders. God bless them. That's where I want to be. I want to either be a homesteader or a, a van dweller because those people are off grid. You get all your solar and everything you need and you have to deal with these people ever again. Well, maybe when you die. I don't know. But I don't see any other way of fixing anything. The only way to fix it is if everybody stopped participating in it. Right? Exactly. Then, there, there's a there's a town up here in the mountains in Colorado and there the, the whole town's trying to go off grid. That's great. I love it. I think we need to do it on our own, not ask for government help. Just let them die off. You know, if we don't need them, eventually they should just die off, right? But there are always going to be people wanting to vote someone else in and thinking of how they're going to get benefits and this and that and the other. But anyway, let's see. We've got three people with their hand up. So let's uh, – oh, I see Charles. You made it. But first up is Matt. Go ahead, Matt. You've been unmuted. Oh, cool. Uh, hey, Angela. I'm the person who told you about you, Michael Jones. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah, Matt. <laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've got his yeah. – uh, I emailed him, by the way, and uh, I'm watching some of his videos. And uh, I think it would be interesting to have on. I'm willing to listen yeah. to what he has to say. Yeah, I was just um, – I, I was uh, – I, I don't want to take over the conversation, so I was going to talk about something different because I'm already That's happy fine. you said his name. People could look him up <laughs> and that would you know, anyways. So. Okay. Um, but um, I was going to say that they banned Bonnie Faulkner, and that's where I found out about um, Dr. Wallach. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. It was um, uh, Bonnie. Was she, was she a doctor? No, no. Uh, I'm surprised you don't know because she was on until not long ago uh, out of a Berkeley radio station, KPFA, Guns and Butter. Nope, not familiar with it. Yeah, and so I don't know, maybe somebody out there, I haven't done it, but maybe someone out there wants to figure out if they could find the archives because they talk, they talk to, she talked to a huge audience about conspiracy theories and, you know, real important ones. And they, and they, what's uh, her name again? Her name is Bonnie Faulkner. Bonnie, it sounds. Faulkner, sounds familiar. I, I, Bonnie, she's never been on my call. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. But she doesn't do Bonnie, law stuff. Bonnie. She just does um, you know. conspiracy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that, that they didn't, they, I, they just couldn't have her talking like that. You know, like um, yeah. uh, false flags and stuff like that. On who on shut the, her down? What do you mean? Oh, uh, they, they, they pulled the show. Uh, she has some interviews on YouTube about the fact that they pulled her show, so you could find her. But I don't know about the oh. archives. They're not, uh, they're not at the at the huh. radio stations' archives anymore. I don't think either. So. Oh, wow. They did a number on um, Alex Jones. <laughs> you talk about they were all ganging up on him. They banned him from everything, didn't they? That's that's. Yeah. Well, he's got a good following. I don't think it's gonna. Hurt him. Yeah. Say what? Uh, you got to be super critical of these uh, famous people. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 
But well, thanks, Matt. I appreciate the uh, referral. I'm going to try to get him on. I emailed him, but I haven't gotten he hasn't gotten back to me yet. The email you gave me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Google, I'll send him this link to this call, and I just hope so. Because I, I, what I think that what I hope people do is talk about the creation of the United States and the world powers that that there were. You know, and then also the English common yeah. law and, and how that was opposed to other law systems at the time. So people get a a, a broader understanding of, you know, what they believe in. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I hope he'll come on. I asked him to come on next Thursday. So cool. we shall see. All right. I'll put my hand up later if anything comes up. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Let me see. Where am I here? Nice talking to you. Uh, let's see here. Next up is um, JC. Okay, JC. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and unmute Charles too, so y'all can chat. Hello, hello. Hi, Angela. Hi, JC. Hi, Charles. <clears throat> How are you doing? We missed you last week. Oh, gosh. Thank you. It was an ordeal, I'll tell you, with my son. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> what he goes through with these. Mm, uh, don't get me started. It's a doctor's fault that he was uh, in the hospital. But uh, I went I went through it already. The beginning of the call. I don't want to repeat it. The medication. Oh, that's if, fine. Uh, they got him. Sorry about that. That uh, was I'll awful. Keep, uh, you and your son and my thoughts and prayers. Thank you. That's the best thing I can expect from anybody. I, I The prayers work. I know they do. So I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was hopping on because of the comment about how to um, abolish and replace the government. If people okay. wish to learn about that, um, the lawful means for abolishing and replacing the government is found in John Locke's second treatise um, on civil government. And that's basically oh. what the founding fathers used to establish the United States. And uh, it's been done several times throughout history and I can't think of them right off the top of my head. But the biggest one is basically the Continental Congress. Um, whenever, government becomes tyrannical it's up to the people to join together come up with a solution and propose to the populace another form of government and basically let the populace decide now of course whenever this has been tried throughout history it's always led to some sort of violence because people who have power never wish to give it up but that is the lawful way of of changing and abolishing the government. And almost every state constitution says that the sovereignty of the people is, is held within the people. And at any time they can alter and abolish their government as long as they do it in a lawful means, in a lawful way. So basically you can't promote the violent overthrow says here chapters 18 and 19 of tyranny and of the dissolution of government 
Locke defines tyranny as the exercise of power beyond right. A just leader is bound by the laws of the legislative and works for the people, whereas a tyrant breaks the laws and acts on his own behalf. Locke notes that any executive body, not just a, an, a monarchy, that sees, wait a minute, hold on a second, I gotta make it bigger because I can't see. course of commercial pops up while I'm trying to make the words bigger okay where was I uh that any legislative body yeah okay these include okay Locke defines cheer I'll just start over <laughs> Locke defines tyranny as the exercise of power beyond right a just leader is bound by the laws of the legislative and works for the people, whereas a tyrant breaks the laws and acts on his own behalf. Locke notes that any executive body, not just a monarchy that ceases to function for the benefit of the people, is a tyranny. He then points out factors that limit the people from hastily opposing the government. These include sanctity of the executive, faith that laws will prevent necessity of force and the fear that a small group of individuals will never overthrow powerful leaders with success <laughs> just give me the chance in chapter 19 Locke finally arrives at the question of forming a new government when the state ceases to function for the people it is dissolved and may be replaced Let's see, when the state ceases to function for the people, it is dissolved and may be replaced. And when he's talking about the state, what is he talking about? Well, the state, the government, the form of government that the people have chosen. In fact, Yale actually has an open course on the second treatise of government. And I actually put that video course up in the chat for anybody who wishes to go oh. and check it out. So, but I, I strongly recommend reading the book because Yale has their own agenda. They leave a lot oh, yeah. of really important <laughs> things in the book. They have skull and the, bones for crying course. out loud. <laughs> Three, two, two. That's going to come up tomorrow, that's right? That's them, yeah. God. Anyway, let me continue here. It says, when the state ceases to function with the people, it is dissolved and replaced. This occurs when the legislative is changed or usurped by a tyrannical executive power when the legislative or executive breaches its trust or when the executive ignores its own duties and renders the law meaningless, reducing society to chaos. Are we there yet? Oh, I believe we are. Actually, I think it's happened. They do this occasionally. They did this with 911. They created chaos. And then brought back normalcy, right? They 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 create what is it? Ca what Order is it? out of uh, chaos. No, something reaction solution. What is it? A problem reaction solution. Problem. That's it. That's it. That's what they do. Okay, let's see here. Uh, when the government is dissolved. The people are free to reform the legislative in order to recreate a civil state that works in their best interest before they fall under tyrannical rule. Why does this doctrine not lead to excessive unrest and frequent rebellion? 
for several reasons. People are slow to change their old habits and customs. If the people are miserable, they will rebel under any system. And finally, revolution occur, revolutions occur only in the event of the leadership flagrant abuse of power or breach of trust. The system, Locke argues, protects against rebellion because it allows the people to change their legislative and laws rather than resorting to force to overthrow them. Locke also notes that all concerns about revolution are foolish because they represent a fear of the righteous process. It is rightful and dignified for people to rebel against unjust oppression. Locke then calls upon William Barclay, a protector of the rights of kings, to describe situations in which people may overthrow the kings. Locke uses Barclay to prove that even a great defender of royal privilege concedes that a king may abdicate himself by... Oh, my screen just disappeared. Something went wrong while displaying this web page. <laughs> Okay, boy, I guess they don't want us to read Locke's commentary on this. Okay, where was I now, now that it's back? <clears throat> um, Locke then calls upon William Barclay, a protector of the rights of kings, to describe situations in which people may overthrow the kings. Locke uses Barclay to prove that even a greater defend, a great defender of royal privilege concedes that a king may abdicate himself by abusing the power of his position, and at that point, the people have the right to overthrow him. Who judges when the leader has abused his power to such an extent that he may be overthrown? The people, Locke says, the people are the best judge of whether their protector is protecting them. Locke ends by noting that, as long as society lasts, the power that each individual gives it cannot revert back to the individual. And so long as any government lasts, the power that the society gives the legislative cannot revert back to the society. Either of these institutions may be destroyed by the revers, the reversion of the powers vested in them. People always being free to erect a new form or under the old form, place it in new hands as they think good. And then there's commentary here. Locke completes his picture of a civil, a just civil society by returning to his original impetus for writing the second treaties, the dissolution of government in the face of tyranny. Locke has lain his groundwork so soundly that his argument for the dissolution of government requires no new ideas, only a synthesis of everything covered so far. Civil society exists to protect the property and liberty of its members. If something breaks down anywhere in its government and it no longer fulfills this function, something has gone awry and the people have a right to rid themselves of that government. Where does this right come from? From the natural rights described by Locke starting as far back as chapter 2, if the government in power is not working for them, it is not a just government and people would be better off in a state of nature. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Okay, chapter, okay, what's happening here? 
Okay, and we continue here. Locke's tone in the last chapter becomes stronger and more insistent than before. One gets the feeling that the sturdiness of his ideas has solidified his confidence and his writing style. His glib breaking down of Barclay's outmoded notions is surprisingly humorous. Up until this point, Locke has always relied on natural law, often cloaked as the rule of heaven, to arbitrate civil situations. Now, in this final chapter, when posing the question of who is to judge when the executive or legislative acts contrary to the trust of the people, Locke answers directly that the people must judge. He had placed the power of the decision in the people previously in the text, but now he does so directly without the shroud of divine or heavenly influence. We should note that Locke's text is far from a call to arms. However, Locke is anxious to prove that he is not providing a system by which government will easily or spuriously be overthrown. In both chapters 18 and 19, he devotes considerable energy to showing that, under his model, the rights of people in society are protected, but not in favor of less stability. Locke hoped that the glorious revolution of William and Mary would usher in a new era of government England and Europe. However, the precedent of absolute monarchy stood strong. Locke understood that his ideas posed a threat to the power and rule that held society together. This might help to explain why he devotes so much of his work to explaining the stability and elegance of his system under which people would give, could give more freely and in accordance with their natural rights. Okay, so <laughs> sounds a lot easier than it is to make happen, I'm sure. But I'll have to look into that more, John Locke. I like that. Second Treatise on Civil Government. Thanks, JC, for that. Oh, uh, no problem. I think the key to winning this is education, oh. paper, pen, and ink. I agree. I agree. Whenever I go and Whenever I go into a courthouse and they're always searching me for weapons, I'm like, I got the most dangerous things in this building. My shield, which would be my notepad, and my sword, my pen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, 330. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, other than that, it's just a war for the hearts and minds, right? I mean, that's what the United States is always saying. We got to win the hearts and minds. We're over in Iraq trying to win the hearts and minds of the people by bribing them with Burger King and Pizza Hut. <laughs> they lie. Uh, you know, the government does nothing but lie to us. So don't believe anything they say. Nothing. Even if something is true, don't believe it because they've tainted it somehow. It's always tainted. Well, believe I believe anything. if people... Uh, listen to John Locke and follow his ideas. The first thing that they should decide, because this would probably be the most important part of setting up a new government or some type of governance, but the people really got to decide whether they wish to have rulers or leaders. Okay. We got a system set up for rulers. And you got to understand they're not going to give up without a fight. They're not going to just throw in the towel and say, okay, you guys, we give up. We're going away now. You can run your show the way you want to do it. They're not going to do that. All right? That's for sure. 
and and for John Locke to say there doesn't need to be you know bloodshed. Um, I wish there wasn't, but I don't think they're gonna give us a new government without it. So I don't know. Well, it's not we we don't need to get a government from the powers that be that are in there now because they're the wrong people. They're the ones that have screwed it up so far. I mean, they it's it's <laughs> it's already a tyranny in my opinion. I don't think we have to wait much longer. Well, well Trump is in there right now, but you know, I I don't know. I, I some people think he's going to be the president again in 2020. I hope so. Me too. I love watching the Democrats scramble. <laughs> They're all screwed up now. I mean, they they they're showing their true colors. I mean, when he came out with that fake news thing, <laughs> I was so cool. <laughs> I thought, what the? Oh, that's great. He had a lot of guts to do that, you know. Got to give him credit. But he's right. But I'm waiting, still waiting for him to drain the swamp. When's that going to happen? He hasn't drained a damn thing as far as I'm concerned. He's, he's, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Everything he said he was going to do, it's just like everybody else that runs for office, you know. They lie. They say all these wonderful things, and then they never do it. Remember Bush, no new taxes? That was a lie. It's all a lie. Everything in government is a lie. I don't trust any of them. So now what? <laughs> we sure have a lot of people in the chat room. Uh, he's just another Shlomo. Yeah, he is. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I, uh, no, you only get Burger King, McDonald's. I'll tell you what, Angela, I've never uh, yeah. trust politicians since I was in fifth grade, and I remember <laughs> voting for the school class president, and they said they were going to have Kool-Aid coming out of the water fountain, and I was like, you have my vote. <laughs> and I never got my Kool-Aid. I was like, this is a scam. That's how they do it. They they make flowerful speed. Look at Obama. We're gonna have a new, you know, invisible government. You're gonna be able, you know, we're gonna be able to know everything. What'd they call it? They had a term for it. Um um transparent. Government is going to be totally transparent. He made it more covered up and, and secretive than ever before. You know, everything he said was a lie. That's, you know, everybody should know by now. Whoever's campaigning is going to lie to get your vote. They're going to say whatever they think you want to hear. <laughs> and that's it. It's, it's all craziness. I don't know. Whenever we're going to learn, when are the people going to wake the hell up? Still well, you know what the right to vote is, right? Yeah. Right to it's the right to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, they call it the right of suffrage. That's right. What used to be women's suffrage because we didn't have the right to vote. How can you believe that? That's crazy. Vote, you vote all you want. It doesn't change a damn thing. 
Depends on who's counting the votes, if you want to know the truth. Voting well, is just jack. It just gives them consent, and there's a maxim of law that says um, he, he cannot be harmed legally who gives consent. What? Shit, what? <laughs> I, I second that. What? <laughs> That's a maxim of law. Like, it, you can't sustain legal harm if you give consent. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. If you said, okay, then you deserve what you get, right? Exactly, and that's why voting is the right to suffrage, because if you vote, you're giving consent. Ah, I see what you're saying. That guy. That's why I sent a letter. I I was really glad when Trump got into office, because I got to send him a letter and say, you're fired, (laughs) and get myself on a whole new government watch list. Fun. So much fun. Well, Charles, you've been unmuted. Did you want to say something? <laughs> Charles? Angela. Yeah, there yeah, you are. I my mute on. Sorry. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, all right. Well, we've got a lively chat room this evening. I know. That's good. Yeah. A minute yeah. ago, I looked and it said 62 people, and I'm looking. I don't think there's 62 people in there. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, what's up? What's going on with uh, uh, Goodman and them? Well, um, yesterday was his sentence, Larry's sentencing hearing. And, um, yeah, they took, it started at 8.30 and went till about noon, and um, there was some healthy discussion going back and forth. But, um, and Larry spoke, and uh, he called me as a witness, and I got to speak for about 10 minutes. And um, um, What'd you say? It, it, well, Larry got 30 years uh, since after we all spoke and everything. Um, um, well, that's what he's sentenced to, and Larry's... Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's he got 30 years for what? The liens on the judges? Well, that and associated things. There was other things besides just the liens. There was arrest warrants. Oh. There was all kinds of... Um, they, they, they talked in terms of harassment and stuff like that. that the liens were just one form of harassment. And racketeering was one of the charges, too. Um, really? Racketeering? So, Jesus. Yeah. How'd they arrive at that? Well, <laughs> they had a ham sandwich jury. Um, uh, they, um, uh, they were just a bunch of sheeple. They put little rings in their noses, and they let them down to where it said, do you uh, uh, agree that Mr. Goodman is guilty? And they all said, yeah. That's why I don't trust the courts. Yeah, you well, can't trust well, the system. It, it, helps, it does it not work for the people. You have, it works for it the helps system. If you have a lot, have a community of open-minded people that love mm. liberty. Yeah. You just got a bunch of slaves as your jurors. It doesn't work well. That is true. Mm. Yeah, but how do you organize? How do you what? So what? How do you organize them? 
Well, every pre- there's approximately 300,000 precincts in the USA, in all the states and counties, and each precinct has the right to call their own jury. I um, agree. But try to get the people who are like-minded like you. Well, it'd be easiest because of your point that we have so few people. Um, um, it would be easiest to start on a national basis. That way we've got a larger population to draw liberty-loving people from. I have a hard time getting three notaries to use as judges. Well, uh, if you... If you uh, if people would claim the judicial power in each of their own precincts, then those judicial officers could 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 they have authority? To, they have more authority than a notary. They can do anything a notary can do. Has anyone ever seen three notaries get together and create a, a, a court like that? Has anybody ever seen it? Because I think if three notaries got together and did something like that. The states for which gave them their notary license would pull their license until I'm <laughs> you're not going to be a notary anymore, and then that'll be it. I mean, the way things are going, that's the way it appears to me. That's what they would do. So I, I, I'm sure you're. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I think we're screwed every which way you turn. Oh, no, no, no. There's lots of options on the table. Me and Gazoo are fighting in the chat room about which, which option's best. we got oh. multiple options here. Oh, what are our options? Well, I was talking to Gazoo about posse comitatus. If we okay. start organizing posse comitatus in the counties like we're supposed to have, standing right now, this is our own standing army at the county level. It's not traditional military like what Gazoo is inferring, but um, uh, it is armed peace officers and deputy peace officers, and um, it's all the qualified electors of the county. And um, and that will produce enforcement. That's a big problem in getting our common law court judgments recognized is we've got no enforcement. But if we've got the enforcement, then all of a sudden um, um, the words of our judicial officers, especially if they're backed up by a full 12-person proper common law jury, um, then our judicial officers and uh, uh, the warrants we issue and other judgments and orders, those will have teeth through our posse comitatus enforcement mechanism. Why don't you just think, notify go ahead. the protest marshal? Pardon me? Why don't you just notify the provost marshal, tell him what your grievances are, and if you need to call him, that he is to be, pre- be prepared uh, to assist you. I think that would be good in supplement. But, but uh, the, the, the bottom line in all of this, I think, is if you want a job done right, do it yourself. And if we're not dependent on, on provost marshals from the federal civil government then um, for our executive enforcement, then, then we're, we're each, each of our local communities is immediately becoming seriously empowered instead of de- being dependent for the executive power on the federal civil government, which kind of has a bad reputation already. 
I know where you're saying and where you're coming from, but a serviceman has taken the oath to uphold the Constitution and put them and, and protect the people. So those people are there to protect you, and they're part of those people. They know it. You know, that's why you, you know, you're talking about admiralty courts. So you want to bring the people back on the land. So there's only a certain group that goes on the land. Who comes off the ship and goes on the land to protect the people? You make a landing. So that's what you're calling for. So these judges and that, you know, they're going to have to get off the bench when you tell them, hey, you're bringing in your admiralty courts. We're coming here on the land, and you're going to want the protection of the Army. Or, you know, you have the Marine Corps there to hit the beaches and help you. But you're going to have to notify them. Because they're going to take over. If the sheriff isn't going to be backed by you, and he's only being backed by the the, the prosecutor in the county, and that because he's got a bond too, but he's you know he's getting paid by the government, the municipality. So he's part of the United States also. There's good sheriffs out there. Hey, I I, I agree. But that well, doesn't mean you, that you, you, you have 99 of them. Prejudicially, like, like all sheriffs are bad, uh, please choose your words more carefully, my friend, um, uh, so we don't get in these petty arguments. Um, um, uh, and, and are you advocating that we form admiralty courts? No, no. I'm saying that's how you overthrow the admiralty court. Okay, okay. What is the best way to do that? Yeah, yeah I, I, this is... Huh? That's what I'm telling you. When you okay, talk well, about that hey, stuff in court, like they're going to say, you. we're going to give you a psychiatric evaluation. Uh, bailiff, remove the... Uh, <laughs> and they'll That's right. And they'll you a psyche That's it. You start talking about admiralty, flags, and different things like that. You can't talk about that stuff in the courtroom. I think the only way well, to deal with them is on paper and don't, if you can, That's right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you put it in, you go in the court and start taking and saying that. You mm -hmm. give it to them on paper. I do everything registered mail. Yeah. And you know what? Even if I'm doing it registered mail by that, being in the private, they still don't adhere to you. Because what he, what Charles said, or whoever that is, yes, Charles. No who are they going to listen to? They're not going to listen to the sheriff if he's getting paid. Especially if he's an old timer and he's waiting for his retirement. You tell me the good way, and I'll try to see if I can follow it. Uh, you talking to me here? Uh, what, yeah, any name? of you. What's your name, sir? I didn't catch that. And as far as Bart Ripple, I think he's in court with uh, U.S. District Court, but I don't want to start any bad rumors or anything, but I saw it on a docket. 
I'd like to uh, talk to him and see if we could uh, get some ideas together. I haven't heard from him. What was your name, sir? Chuck. Your name's Chuck? Yeah, C-H-U-C-K. Okay. I used to go by check myself. But, um, battling with judges and lawyers that are corrupt, I switched over to Charles. Um, but glad to make your acquaintance, Chuck. You're obviously a well-studied man. And um, I'll just, uh, Hold on a second. I'm going to call Bart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself on mute. You guys carry on. I'm going to call Bart and see what's going on. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, I'm you know, modern statutes recognize our authority to organize our own responsibly self-governing communities in the precincts and townships of our county, uh, each of our, the counties that we live in here, Chuck. Um, and uh, I think that's the natural organic method to solve this problem that we've got. Um, We've got a parasite class that's come in from the top-down authoritarian, mostly from the federal government, that's franchised everybody in the states and the counties and cities and stuff to create their municipal police departments and and abusive judicial system. And, um, and that's all top-down authoritarian. It comes from top-down municipal Roman Empire process. But our common law is grassroots bottom-up. Our power builds from our individual qualified electors in our townships up through the precincts and the counties and then the state to the federal government. That's bottom-up natural organic process there. That, and at the county level, each county in the USA has the right to organize a thousand-man army. If you look in, in Exodus 18 in the Bible, it talks about a hierarchy of tens and fifties and hundreds and thousands a common law precinct is a um, hundred people. It's called a, a, a hundred court, a hundred qualified electors, and it's a hundred member posse com of, of the posse comitatus of the county. The, the county is, is 10 precincts, and there's, there's 10 townships to each precinct, and there's 10 households to each township. So the full count of every county's rightful posse comitatus is a thousand armed men. And at that point, um, it, the, the strategy that myself and a few of my associates have developed is to, to put um, um, constructive notices in front of like county commissioners, county council, uh, and judges from the superior and circuit courts that are operating in the counties and tell them that we believe we've got the right to do this. And, and please deny it within 30 days. If not, we will presume that you are consenting, agreeing that we do have this constitutional right to do this, and maybe throw a few citations in the letter to kind of show them that we actually do have this right under legitimate interpretations of the constitutional law. And then when they default, when they default, then we start passing out down constable peace officer badges and ID cards and things that are showing people that are qualified electors and deputy peace officers. And at that point, we're taking, actively taking, 
the executive power away from all the de facto jurisdictions that claim the right to come into our townships and precincts. That's Do you have that's... 100 people already lined up? No, I don't. It's taken a little bit of work. It's why I'm on these conferences, Chuck. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think it would be the same sense. Hi, Angela. Hi, I was just going to say, you know, Timber Joe was asking, is does anyone know how Bart Ripple is doing? He's doing fine. There's nothing wrong with him. He's doing great. He doesn't do much in the legal realm uh, with the us, but he said he'd try to come on in the near future. But he's fine. You scared me. You know, Timber Joe said, anybody know how Bart Ripple is doing? It scared me. I thought maybe he was sick or something. No, he's fine. So, okay, did he say know, anything about being in U.S. District Court? Uh, he mentioned he was helping somebody do something, but he didn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do what we talk about anymore. That was it. Okay. <laughs> he was very nice. It's you know he's. Uh, he told me I can call him any time, but I don't. I don't want to bother people, but I was worried. I thought there was something wrong. He was in the hospital or something, but no, he's fine. And he's helping people with. I. I well, he mentioned well, G. That Timber Joe know. left uh, an email. You know, Bart would uh, email Timber Joe with that uh, wedge block. You know, maybe with they what? can converse. With They're what? both in the same state. Uh. I couldn't hear you. What did you say? If Timber Joe could do what? Timber Joe posted his email address. Oh, okay. So if Bart Ripple would contact him, they could maybe get together. Oh, well, Bart's not on the call, so he doesn't see the email address. <laughs> you have to email him, I guess. Well, who would give that out? Uh, not me. I ain't doing it. Sorry. I don't give out email. I get, you know, people get on my case if I give out email addresses. I, so, I understand that. And I forward a lot of emails, you know, but I don't have time to forward everybody's email, but I do. It's, it's, I always manage to do it. It may not be the same day you email it, but. It gets forwarded eventually. I mean, people are still asking me to forward emails to Dan Benham and Zadok Israel, and I do. I I forward them as I can. And that's but, very hard. I could understand that. Uh, it's time consuming. Other, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I sit here, and you know, before you know it, two hours has gone by. I'm on the computer and. I still have 25 more to do or whatever, but it's all right. Uh, uh, I'm reading the chat. Me too. Yeah, thanks, Angela, for putting the call. I'll keep you and your son in my prayer. Thank you so much, JC. I appreciate it. Um. I don't know. What is it? Seven oh nine. Shall we continue, or what? 
Should we call it a night? Well, I'm going to call it one. Thanks for everything. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Anybody else want to say something? Go ahead and talk. Put your hand up by pressing star 2. And I will unmute you if you want to say something. If you want to participate in the, talk, the call. <clears throat> You're welcome to do so. Ah, Buck Roger. I see Buck Roger on there. Is that Uncle Buck? I don't know. We had him on. I like. I have to have him on again. He has a like an electronic device that he has healing frequencies. Now it's that's so interesting to me. That's you, Uncle Buck. Come on the call. Call in. Hannah, lady. Anybody else? Call in. <laughs> Hello, hello. Oh, why do we fiddle with paperwork? Yeah. Um, I have had a little bit of a breakthrough with a fellow named David Scheid in Michigan. Okay. Um, the largest county in Michigan. Um, uh, what's the name of that county? I forget the name of the county right now. Wayne County. Uh, it's where Detroit is at. Um, okay. They're hosting a Monday night conference uh, frequently, and the last few conferences I attended, and I talked to them about organizing their county in the grassroots bottom-up manner with the town constables and the judicial officers of the precincts and um, basically forming posse comitatus in, in their county. And they seem enthused about it. We've... Um, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if those conversations were recorded, but um, um, I, on my YouTube channel, I have had some other discussions where we made some videos, and I kept some clips out of it. And th there's some good clips of video where I'm talking about the process there that might be useful for people to um, to watch and to pass around because. The ideas I'm talking about, about common law township and precinct empowerment, are quite unique, oddball. Um, but when you can see somebody explaining it, um, it kind of has more solidity to it and credibility. Um, and so it, there's a number of good developments like that that are um, um, helping us with the posse comitatus solution um, that I propose, common law. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Have they yeah, achieved I, anything I yet? Pardon me? Have they achieved anything yet? Just curious. No, we're, we're we're all planting seeds. Uh, the the bad guys come around and stomp out our baby plants as soon as they start growing, um, yep. um, and and so we need thousands of them starting up all across the USA at the same time. And at that point, there'll be too many for them to stomp out all at once. And some will survive and mature and take over their local jurisdictions. And that's all we need. 
Well, See, every great. county in the USA is supposed to be governed under pure common law. Presently, they're governed under Roman Empire civil municipal law. Every sink, stinking county, well, maybe that's not true. There are a few counties that have the county court form of government, especially in Oregon. There's a few smaller rural counties that have that. And I think that that county court is supposed to be the governing body of the county. Anybody, and it, here in Colorado, in Denver, Colorado, and most of the uh, counties in Colorado, they have a separate court in parallel with the local district court that's the, the court of general jurisdiction, uh, mm -hmm. like a circuit or superior court. They call it a district court here in Colorado, but it's all municipal. The circuit courts, superior courts, uh, and Colorado district courts are all municipal courts but for, for the counties. But um, um, the county court merges the authority of the county commissioners with the authority of the local court jurisdiction. And it's all supposed to be based upon grassroots bottom-up assembly of the precincts. The precinct captains essentially form the county court. That's how the grassroots accountability process works. Um, yeah. So, so these ideas do have the potential, I sincerely believe, to, to bring about a game-changing situation, a paradigm shift in the whole enchilada. But we've got to convince local communities of people to start asserting their authority lawfully as, as town constables and judicial officers of their precinct-level jurisdictions. See, they've got lawful authority to do that. And if they're really angry at the evil, that's where their lawful solution's really at. <clears throat> okay. Of course, that's my opinion. People like Gazoo think going to the um, provost marshal is probably a better idea. And maybe Chuck thought that too. Um, and and uh, after we get our posse comitatus organized, it would be good to contact the provost marshal and ask him to assist and maybe even take point on telling the local municipal sheriff that he needs to release somebody from prison. Um, um, because the provost marshal probably would have more influence over a corrupted local sheriff than possibly our posse comitatus would. But together, they would be an unbeatable combination. That makes okay. Sense. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading the chat. Mm. Disciple is saying the courts in America today are not run under Roman Empire law as Charles thinks, but rather Talmudic law. What did you say to that? The, 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 the Jews are in subjection to the Romans. It happened with the uh, murder, the assassination of the Messiah of Israel 2,000 years ago. It was the Romans that put down um, um, 
the uh, the Messiah, the true Messiah of Israel, and um, uh, the, the Pharisee Zionist Rothschild Jews back then sided with the Romans. They got a franchise from the Romans that continues to this day. You start talking that about the Jesuits and the Roman Catholics, and you see um, how that lines up against the Jews. The Jews control a lot of stuff, but they're out front attracting attention. It's like a lightning rod. It takes you away from where the power is really at, and it's still in Rome. And and the only other model of government in um, Western civilization in the USA is either Roman Empire civil municipal model of government or the common law model of government that America inherited from England. <laughs> Disciple on here is saying, if the Jews are in subjection to the Romans, then why does the Pope wear a Jewish yarmulke? <laughs> well, well, I don't know. The same. But, but um, take note, why don't the Jews ever criticize the Pope, and why doesn't the Pope ever criticize the Jews? It's all background stuff. They're working together. Of course they're working together. Yes, that's the way I see it. They're all in bed together. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're part of the Bilderberg group. <laughs> they all have their minions go to those meetings and, you know, hobnob with the rest of them. So, I don't know. They're all yeah. together. And they so you're right, but the Jews run the Vatican. The Jews don't run the Vatican. No, they don't. The disciple is saying the Jews run the Vatican. No, they don't. Well, <laughs> Let me tell you something. If the Pope put his hand down, he could crush Israel, but he won't do that. But I mean, if he wanted, there are more Catholics in this world than there are Jews, okay? Yeah. There are. It's just because the Catholics are, are the largest religion organization on the planet. That's right. They've got, they've got over a billion people in the Catholic Church. They have all the money. They have all the archives. They have all the, uh, the, 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 the interesting artifacts from history that tell us about our history, that they're, you know, they're all in bed together. Them and the, what is the name of that place? The institution where they house all the artifacts, the, um, What's it called? Archives. Well, it's, no, no. It's a place here in the United States. They have several warehouses. It's the institute where they save all the archive shit. Oh, well. Yeah, that's it. Smithsonian. Smithsonian. Thank you so much. The Smithsonian yeah. Institute. Yeah, they have, they have large warehouses all over the planet where they store this shit. Why do they have wars? They don't have wars to well, they have wars to kill off the numbers of people, but also to steal the artifacts. They're stealing all the stuff that yeah. was, you know, in Iran and Iraq and all the artifacts that are historical. They have, you know, meaning that we, stuff we don't know about that we need to know about. But yeah. they're not going to tell us they just hide it all away. Yeah, the Smithsonian same thing with is the Vatican. The Vatican has archives of writings of text. I think probably the Library of Alexandria. They they 
picked out the ones they wanted first before they set it on fire. I mean, I, you know, far, as far as I I'm concerned, they rewrote all the books of history, you know, to their liking. I don't yeah, trust well, anyone. They murdered Jesus. They murdered Jesus. They shut down the, the Jewish revolt. You know, there's there's a fellow named Ralph Ellis that's done research on YouTube. He's got nice YouTube videos out. Ralph Ellis says that Jesus was the leader of the Jewish revolt of AD 66 because he was fighting against the Roman Empire model of civil municipal government. That's a slave trader's jurisdiction. Roman Empire was built on slave trading. And, and Jesus and, and the true Jews, the Torah-obedient Jews, stood up and sacrificed their lives to create a lineage of Israelite people that were free from Roman Empire despotism and tyranny. And that continued on into the common law of England. Um, Ralph Ellis outlines it real well. Um, you put quote marks around Ralph Ellis on a YouTube search and you'll pick up videos by him. Ralph Ellis? Yeah, Ralph, E-L-L-I-S, Ellis. Okay. If you go to my Facebook page, I've got a number of links to videos I've watched. I don't, recently. I don't, I don't do Facebook. I don't blame you. E-L-L-I-S. Correct. Oh. Why did it do that? It, it made it Ralph Ellison. Uh, Ralph Waldo Ellison? No, no, no. I don't know who that is. Ralph Ellis. Right. Let's see. Um, Ed Foo books by Ralph Ellis. Ed Foo? Uh, that the Secret right. History of the he, Ancient World. Yeah. Huh? Uh, it says here videos, uh, The Secret History of the Ancient World with Ralph Ellis. 11 hours and 41 minutes? No way. Well, well, that's a marathon. <laughs> Ralph Ellis has been researching revisionary religious history for more than 20 years. He appears frequently at conferences, and when not traveling around the world, he lives in Switzerland. Oh, life is tough. Says he's an author here, Ralph Ellis Amazon. Well, I'll go to videos and see what's on YouTube. Videos. Okay, I got them. Here they are. Ralph Ellis. Hmm. Okay. Now, what about this Ralph Ellis? <laughs> um. Um. Uh, he says that Jesus led the Jewish revolution. Oh. Hmm. Okay. And, that, yeah. and that that's why they murdered him. That's why they nailed him to the cross or the stake or whatever you want to call it. But they, 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 they crucified Jesus and they murdered him. Multitudes oh, yeah. of Israelite people. Yeah. They came, for, for about four years, Jerusalem was free until AD 70. And then... Caesar and his armies came marching back in and brutally destroyed most of Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, and um, um, killed the vast majority of the Israelites. It's, yeah. Okay. A disciple is showing a picture here in the chat. Do you see it? 
Why does the Pope kiss the hand of a Rothschild? And there's a picture there of someone dressed like a Pope kissing somebody else's hand, which is probably a Rothschild. Probably because he donates tons of money. I mean, I don't know. The Rothschilds pretty much own Israel, though. If you go there, there are videos online where you can see people that travel there, like for vacations and whatever, and they, they show all that. I mean, there's signs everywhere. Rothschild this, Rothschild that. It's kind of interesting. I have no desire to go there, to tell you the truth. Um, but it's interesting. Right. I mean, they're all, I think... The Rothschilds print the money, right? And the 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 Pope, he he thinks he owns everybody's soul, right? Was that the fifteen, the 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 treaty of what was it? Fifteen ten? Was that it? Where the Queen said or the King said he owns all the land, and the Pope said he owns all the souls or something? They had some kind of an agreement. Um, um, <laughs> I'm not familiar with a lot of that. The, the, the treaties are interesting, but um, I find them largely a distraction, and I don't have the expertise in those areas. I know they're important. Oh, we got three hands up. Okay, Mike, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. Well, I'll just say I'll uh, see you guys later. Uh, I'm going to go over by my thing. Uh, but uh, you guys take care. I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Have a good call. Hopefully. <laughs> good night. Okay, Matt, you've been unmuted. Cool. Hi. Uh, all right. Hi. I just had a couple points I wanted to say. Is okay. that um, uh, beside beside Bob Locke and the paperwork, uh, you know, the uh, status paperwork, I think that the drill assemblies are probably the only other feasible option for people to believe in you know okay. for the most part and uh and if and if and if and if uh and what comes to mind when i think about that is the difference between authority and power and um and, and authority you know you you rule by respect and um you know you're standing in society and and so when you look for enforcement in the drill assemblies that's probably not only an uphill battle, but also maybe not necessary. You know, if, if you have the authority, even if it's maybe a web page or something where you get together with five or 10 or 15 people and have an opinion, you know, people in your community can go and see what your opinion is. And it might actually matter in some small way, you know? Yeah. Thinking about yeah. That. Very good. Very good. Okay. That's anybody awesome. else? Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else? I have nothing else to talk about. Let me check the chat. Yeah. What do you think of Larry Clayman and his grand juries, Angela? What? What do you think of Larry Clayman's grand juries? I don't know who that is. You don't know who Larry Clayman is? No, I don't. We need to drag a uh, Helena lady on here um, uh, to explain it to you. Um, he, uh, do you know who Jason Goodman is? Mm, I don't know. He, he's, he's done a lot of YouTube videos. Larry Clayman's been 
uh, a guest on Jason Goodman's YouTube videos quite frequently, and he's been talking about his grand jury process. He's, um, in terms of lawyers, bar members that are flat stupid, he's one of the better ones. Um, oh, he's actually okay. standing up for people's rights and stuff. Okay. Yes, and a lady I know who Tom Fenton is, he's the spokesperson for Judicial Watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, claim is yeah. With both. Okay. Very claim and grand juries. Oh, that's interesting. What is this now? Let me see here. Judicial Watch and Freedom Watch. Okay. Well, they used to be together in the beginning. Then they broke up. Okay. Oh, well. I mean, there's so many interesting um, people out there, you know. I wish I wish you'd get them on the call. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know. Charles, do you have anything more to say? Anybody? Uh, <laughs> I hate to walk away from an open microphone, but um, I, I really like it when when other people are taking pot shots at me and or 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 building consensus with me. I, I work best bouncing off of other people that are critical or proposing ideas that we can talk about and try to work towards consensus. If I got to come up with the ideas myself, that's a whole another project that is hard for me to maintain. Yeah, takes too long. It's much easier when other people are participating. Yeah. Get more done. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we can call it a night. We're going to close it off a half hour early. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. Usually we go past the two-hour mark, so um, yeah. This is, you might as well average out at two hours by closing down early once in a while. Yeah, I want to go get to my son and have give him dinner. He's waiting on me, which is fine. I mean, he it's knows. Wrong, we were talking about the pharmaceuticals, but I missed what what was bad that happened to your family and something oh, they, about they, the they prescribed my they prescribed my son a new blood pressure medication because his blood pressure was like 200 over 100 for a long time. It was just like that. And so they prescribed a new medication and it was called nifedipine and it caused my son to, it caused fluid around his heart and lungs. So he couldn't breathe. He was like drowning. He was, oh, it was awful. Uh -huh. They had to put him in intensive care. He was there for two days and he was in the regular hospital for three days. And then we got to go home. Wow. On the weekend, yeah. So that's scary. About, yeah, the pharmaceuticals are—you got kind of are angry at the pharmaceutical industry about that, right? Oh yeah. Well, so oh, yeah. I, I haven't even talked to the doctor yet because I I don't want to talk to him right away because I'll go off on him. <laughs> so I'm putting it. I'm not talking to him yet. I'm, I'm not. I and I want to. I think I'm going to file a lawsuit against the pharma, the uh, the pharmaceutical company that makes that nifedipine. See, because to put my son through that and me, I'm sorry. You can't yeah. just get a, a you know. A, oh, sorry, that doesn't work. <laughs> but anyway, um.
they put me on blood pressure medicine and it made me feel like crap. Oh, I take a blood pressure medicine. I pay, I take lisinopril and I, I don't feel it at all and it works and it's fine and it's, you know, been prescribed to a lot of people and I looked it up and it's not so bad. My son is on it also, you know, but then they, they had him you know, on something else. Um, you know, cayenne pepper is excellent therapeutic value in in heart and circulation situations. Yeah, and I have cayenne some. pepper can stop cayenne pepper can stop a heart attack. I have cayenne pepper pills that are like five hundred five hundred heat is the the the, the reading on it five hundred F Fahrenheit. <laughs> but I don't take them that much anymore. You know, I, I just. I didn't notice it helping me at all, so, you know. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, well, if, if I had serious heart or blood pressure problems, I'd be, I'd be hitting cayenne pepper until it broke a sweat on my forehead. Um, yeah. Because I, I think that would, that, would re, that would bring your, your blood pressure back into balance. Do you think it would work okay on someone that has kidney failure? Yeah, I'd, I'd couple it with some comfrey root. Comfrey root. Uh, you see, he can't Absolutely. digest certain things because his kidneys don't function. So there are certain things that even drugs that I read about, you know, unless he has a, you know, kidney failure, you know, you can take this. But it, it's so, you know, it's anytime someone recommends something, I'll, you know, like a uh, an herb or, or a vitamin, I'll look it up and I'll check it out. Yeah. You know what I read about? Um, I read about something, um, um, moringa, moringa leaves. Have you heard of that? Moringa, moringa tree? No, no. It's supposed to have the most antioxidants and aminos or whatever. It's like the, the most healthiest fruit or not fruit tree leaf on the planet moringa mm -hmm. moringa leaf but i just found out about it and i got to read about it now and find out now the guy said there's a guy on youtube says i it was a cure for his arthritis pain he feels like a million bucks and it's moringa hey, leaf. you know the guy in the chat called disciple is talking about dry fasting yeah, I see and that. I know for a fact. I know for a fact that dry fasting will is seriously therapeutic for um, uh, kidney problems, like you were saying. I think your your son has kidney problems, right? Right. Yeah, he goes to dialysis three times a week. Well, I'll bet you if he went on a dry fast, see your kidneys are overworked. All all of our organs in our body are are pretty much overworked. But when yeah. you dry fast. That gives the kidneys a rest, time to repair and heal, because there's wow. no more juice going through there for it to the kidneys to be sucking on. So I see. they get a chance to rest, huh? I don't know if my son can do that. If he could hold out for three days, well, no, no water, no food, no nothing. Well, you, you you take baby steps, just one day for a start, and what'll supplement dry fasting real nice is what's called psyllium husk. Uh, yeah. Because the psyllium husk absorb lots of, of fluid, uh, especially they, as, as you, you, you mix a little bit of powdered psyllium husks in, in a little bit of water and it kind of turns into a paste 
And uh-huh. I, how I do it anyway is you eat it. You can get it in capsules too, but I prefer to eat it as a paste. And it's just bland, uh, kind of like Jello. And um, but as it goes through your intestines, your intestines have their own intelligence, and they've got all kinds of noxious um, um, junk food residues in in your intestines and your gallbladder and all kinds of stuff. And um, um, and, and it never gets a chance to dump. You're all backed up. Most doc, good naturopathic doctors recognize that most disease results from your large intestine. And so when you when you have the psyllium husk with good distilled or filtered water going through your intestine, all of a sudden at some point in your 30 feet of intestine, your gallbladder and things uh, see, hey, wow, we're right next to us right now. We've got a chance to dump a whole bunch of toxins. And boom, all of your toxins will get dumped out of your intestinal tract into that psyllium husk that will take it all right on down to the pooper and boom, into the toilet. And, uh, it, it, and, and at that point, your system can repair because you're, 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 you're dumping the toxins that are prohibiting yourself repairing human body from, from being able to heal itself. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll look into it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna look into that dry fasting and see. I mean, and he's saying here, start with half day, then work up to a whole day, and then so on. But um, and if you supplement it with some psyllium husk, it'll be easier. You won't feel the. I'm just wondering, the how am I gonna? See, see, the thing is, he takes like five, six different medications. He has a seizure disorder and a memory deficit and behaviors. He doesn't think I'm his real mom sometimes. That's called Capgras syndrome. And so uh, I don't know. I, I'll read about it and see if we can get if we can do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've got my number if you want to talk about it privately. That's good too, Angela. Okay, thank you. Well, Great Kazoo is saying, um, if you join my Discord, I'll make you an admin. I don't know what it, what, it, what a Discord. Let me go. Hold on a second. It's, it's a really nice chat interface. I don't think they've got phone conferencing or video, but um, uh, they've got one of the best chat windows, especially since Talkshoe screwed up their old chat window. Um, yeah, I see that right um, now. Yeah. I don't have an account yet. Let's see. What should everyone call you? Oh, Angie. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. Just... I, I think I'll head over to um, Zoo's chat room, too, uh, Discord chat. Um, I'm Charles8854 over there. I'll probably be showing up. Okay. Up here, Angela. I'm going to go feed Joey. So. <laughs> okay. Great. Or maybe we'll see in Gazoo's chat room. Yeah, okay. Um, nice right, show, thanks, Charles. Good to, Thank you. Missed you last week. It's good to see you um, uh, maintaining a presence here. We need you. We need you, Angela. <laughs> Thank you're you so doing great work. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, i got to think of a password here. Claim your account to keep all your servers and chats even after you close the browser. This is kind of cool, this Discord thing. Hmm? Yeah, nice big chat window with colors and smiley faces. And yeah. Nice black background. 
I don't like the white background. I like the black and dark. I like the black too. I got a, I got a, oh, save password, save. Yes. Okay. Thanks. We've sent a confirmation link to my email. Okay. Let me write it down because I'll forget my password here. I just made it. This is called Discord. Okay. Discord. Okay. And, um, wait a minute. Um, I guess my username is Angie. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Get our desktop app to take full advantage of Discord with an in-game overlay, desktop notifications, and global hotkeys. Do I want that? Our desktop uh, take full advantage of Discord with an in-game overlay? Desktop notification. I, I, I wouldn't go with any complexities. Yeah, I, I'm not going to. I, I don't need that. No. Okay, I see it now. I'm there. Great kazoo. I see you there. And oh, there's me. That's my name. Well, thank you. I see Hawkstone is there. Ed from Arizona and Henna Lady. Oh, they're offline. Join our cloud HD video meeting. Oh, those are advertisements. Zoom video. Zoom, Zoom. Huh. And uh, so this is just a, a place to get together and chat, right? I think it's just a pure chat window. I don't think they have any phone or video. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's a, well, it says here, need system-wide push to talk? Get the desktop app. And then it says download. Um, I don't know what that means. Post notices to calls, conferences, or other events. Okay. Okay. Well, it's very nice. I see henna lady. Ha ha. Hey hey. All right. Hi there. Okay. Uh, wow. That's it. I'm gonna close out the call. All right. Yeah. I made enough voice channels for like 40 people. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right, I don't see anybody else with their hand up. Nobody else want to say anything? All right. Okay, everybody, it's been fun. Hopefully next week we'll have uh, a guest speaker. I will try my best to get that uh, Dr. Jones on here. Even though I, you know, I, I really, it bothers me when everybody uses the uh, a blanket terminology for all Jews. <laughs> it bothers me. My son is, uh, his father's Jewish. Well, he's dead now, but I mean, he never practiced religion or any of that stuff. He didn't believe in any of that, you know, stuff. So you can't, you know, umbrella all Jews under one category. It's just a, a religion. You know? Right. Same with Catholics, same with Mormons. Everybody. Right. Same thing with them. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. And Hawkstone in the sand. Just go there and ask a question. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to close it out. Everybody, it's been fun. I love you all. Take care of each other. Help each other. And we'll see you next week. Okay, everybody. Good night. Good night, Charles. Good night, everyone. It's been fun. Good night, Angela. Good night. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.